0: The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome Raider Nation to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host Raider Greg and the Bungles are coming to Oakland. First game of the season is right around the corner. Preseason's over. Our team is set. Boy, we got lots to talk about here on show four forty one. Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have a quick look at the preseason, what really I think about where we're going and what we look like. A short pregame for the Bengals. We've kind of owned them here in Oakland. I'm sure they're really now more concerned than ever with the improved Raider football team. That and the bone line should sum it up for this show. Raider Nation. FOOTBALL HAS ARRIVED! You know preseason's been a joke it's been well it's been a lot of money for the owners for quite some time with the new CBA however I see coaches are using it more and more for the observation of prospective players and people to keep I know it seems passe and a lot of people don't like that fourth game but it is really very important for most teams now in the NFL the, <laughs> the commentators on this game were Talking like it was a joke and a waste of time for everyone concerned. However, I'm sure the young men on the field felt much more, it was much more important, especially their lives depending on it. Uh, The Oakland Raiders in the preseason this year, I think, showed more stability, more consistency uh, than I've seen in years past. The coaching staff certainly has stepped up the game and the Raiders themselves, the team, is stepping on glass, man. People are walking very softly uh, in that locker room because Del Rio, he's the real deal. He is no Dennis Allen, and he ain't going to put up with any bullshit. You could be sure of that. I must say, even though it sounds silly, I like Del Rio prowling the sideline. I like the way he looks. He looks like a Raider to me. He has the right temperament for this team, and I think he has the right temperament for Oakland. I like this coaching staff. I like Ken Norton. I mean, this is what I observe the coaches on the sideline, their demeanor, how they're behaving, how they're interacting with the players. I like this staff. I've seen it in all four preseason games. I believe they are going to get this job done, and it's going to start this season. One of the things I noted was they continue to try to run the football with different offensive linemen in different positions early, and then solidified it actually in the second, third, and fourth game. You know, the the offensive line has not been very good at opening creases. It hasn't been for a long time, you guys know. These running backs are going to have to hit the smallest hole ever uh, if this offensive line continues to play like it does in this run game. They are very, very good at pass protection, that's that's one out of two, which is better than none, which we've had in the past as well, as you know. Derek Carr's not running for his life. I like that fact. I'd rather have that and no running game than have our young quarterback pummeled in the backfield consistently, like his brother. Let's not even go there. Now, I know Menelik Watson was hurt. That took a big chunk out of our run game, I think, His strength and power was something that kind of was working for the Raiders' run game. And now he's out for the season, of course, you know, with a torn Achilles. The other thing that concerned me was the defensive backs. DJ Hayden, like many, many before him, can keep up with everybody. It's when the ball gets there that you have to really have the skill to be a defensive back or safety. You know, it's when the ball gets there that he has to turn his head and at least look in the direction of the ball so the yellow flags don't come flying in his grill. Hayden's going to have some problems with penalties early. I would rather have him do that than give up a touchdown. I'd rather have him give up (laughs) 20 yards than 7 points. That's how I feel about Hayden. He should improve, I'm hoping. But, man, this is a long project, and I'm not seeing a whole lot of improvement We'll see this season because I truly think this will be his make-or-break year. Let me go over some of the players I think. Well, let's just start off with C.O. Frickin' Moore. C.O. Moore was cut by this coaching staff. He's a fan favorite. I don't need to say that. You guys know it. You guys felt it as much as I did. There was no other player on the team that really made the crowd roar like C.O. Moore. He was very energetic. He was good. I think he had two and a half sacks last year in a dismal, really sackless season for the Oakland Raiders. Least number of sacks in any team of the league. He had two and a half. That says something. I like him. I think he's a good player. He'll do really well on the Colts. However, we traded him for a six-round pick. We took him in the third round. Evidently, he's not a making the grade at linebacker. We'll see. We better have some stellar linebackers this year, that's for sure. <laughs> our defensive line was pretty stout. We had some great push and Khalil Mack, best player in the league under 25, you know, for for whatever stats are worth. I think he's going to be a stellar player. I hope he stays healthy because he will be a really deciding factor in a lot of our games this season. Well, here on the
1: local FM sports channel, they were saying this. You can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Carter nine three. Basically every Bay Area football connection. Yeah. You could ask for. He's got it. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. All right, uh let's get into some things. Now now first of all, what do you do? Are you doing some coaching? If things kinda of come full circle, are you over at Cal and I know I you're you uh, are you going to school? Tell us everything. What's going on?
2: Uh, I'm all over the place. So basically I'm a father, husband, student, coach. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my that's my life. So uh during the week I'm in Berkeley. There's mm-hmm. uh, to go to school, whether it's uh, two classes during the day. Uh, do my a little bit of my homework and then uh roll up to uh Cal football stadium and uh just basically shout out the coaches as well as uh you know, probably critique the players when it comes to, to technique as well as uh become a good mentor for them. So it everything in itself is rewarding. Um it's always good just to shout the coaches and just kinda understand their their, their style and their philosophy and what they're trying to implement and then you know, I have my notebooks, like so you say you still gotta be a student of the game. So I have my notebooks and Writing things down, and some of the players always mess with me. And it's like, hey, look at you trying <laughs> try to be all studious. And it's like, hey man, I gotta <laughs> learn this. I'm, if I'm opposed, coach, I, I want to do it right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I, I, I always get heat from them. But uh, but overall, it's been a great experience. I, I appreciate. Uh, the university as well as the Cal football program uh, allowed me to come back and finish uh, work, working on my degree as well.
1: You know, Andre, because it's Cal and because it's Memorial Stadium, which, uh, yeah, does look a little bit different as opposed to when you were there, but uh, I imagine the the deja vu moments must come, and I'm wondering if you don't even have to mention a name, if you see some guys out there and you say, wow, that, that was me not too long ago.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a football player. I mean, I yeah. see basketball players, I see uh, just I think all the student athletes in general, you know, walking around campus, and then they got the backpack. And you just tell the athlete because they got the number in the backpack. So I'm like, all right, I will put two and two together, and so um, yeah, you, you know, you kind of reflect on, wow, that was me, and it's just it's amazing how time flies. And uh, I still talk to my former teammates today, and. Uh, I think I just have a picture of me being in one of the libraries, Moffitt Library, and just hanging out. And Scott Fugito, you always mess with me. He's like, okay, nerd. You know, just, uh, I think overall, I mean, it's just, uh, it's great to be back. It's uh, definitely, uh gives you a, a self reflection on, on yourself um, of how far you've come uh, as an individual, whether you're a student or athlete or just a student athlete. Uh, and it's just a, such a positive perspective, so I'm I'm very thankful.
1: Andre Carter is good enough to join us. He's back at Cal, of course, former Niner and Raider and a Cal Bear at mister underscore Carter UnderscoreCarter93. All right, let's get into this, some of this stuff. How much have you seen uh, Khalil Mack, and I don't know how much you saw of the Cardinals game, but he was absolutely dominant, but you've always been a technician, and we've talked to you about uh, the way, and it doesn't surprise us all that you're coaching, but when you see that guy, what kind of ceiling does number 52 have?
2: You know, I I watched him from last year and to be honest with you, I've been so much in the books I even watched preseason yeah, football. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think overall, uh because Lil Mac has a uh, he has a great career ahead of him. You know, I, I know we always talk about the technique te- technician side and that's all that's gonna come to play no matter what, especially if you get older and you lose a step. But I know for him he, he's that's that's a, that's gonna be a long time when that happens. Uh but overall he's just a phenomenal player. And I think uh one thing I admire about him is, you know, there's one thing to have technique, but there's one thing to know how to utilize that technique. And uh, like I said, pass rush is, is a chess match. It's an office attack or a guard or center. It's kind of one thing. You're quick to react, and he just has those natural instincts, and it's just going to continue to evolve and develop. Uh, throughout the
1: years as he plays his game. Well, and didn't you, because he, last year he stood up, he was an outside linebacker, they're, they're moving him down to defensive end, and he was taking on tight ends and ragdolling those guys last year, but now he's doing it against left tackles. He did it against uh, uh, some some good players so far that we've seen, Jared Valder being one, the former Raider left oh, tackle. Yeah. He, he ragdolled. Yeah, him. Yeah. He, I mean, he was doing spin moves, bull rush. I mean, he had a lot of different wow. moves this year, but how hard is it going from, say, a stand-up outside guy to now putting your hand in the dirt and playing end?
2: But I think you know. I think it's a matter of when uh, that transition is made. I think one thing about Mac is he's young, so he can he, he's quick to grasp the the concepts and the technique. Uh, you know, for myself, when I played linebacker, it's like coming in my fifth year in the league, and that was kind of weird. And then I ended up doing it again my tenth year in the league. And I'm like, you guys be kidding me! I mean, I'm in my tenth year in the league, and I'm freaking covering wide receivers. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was that was an adventure. Uh, but I think overall, uh, with, with Mac, he—I I feel like he has a, a definitely the ideas and concept of what he, what he wants to do, and he's just so athletic enough um, that the transition will be easier. And uh, but I think overall, with his with uh, his expertise of playing uh, two positions, uh, that's great for him. That that provides a, a strong value. Uh, for himself as well as the organization, you know, I, I feel like the more you can do, the better. You can just become a better asset uh, to the team.
1: Andre, great catching up with you, man. It's good to have you back in town on a full-time basis and hanging out at Cal, and I'm sure we'll do it again soon. Thanks.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you, God. God bless you. you Good talking
1: to you. You too. Thanks, you Andre. Go. The offense has a spark. The
0: offense has a great deal of possibilities. The defense is stout. I like our team. After 2015. I do see a lot of upside, and I think the Chris Collingsworths of the league are going to suck it up, literally, this season when it comes to Raider football. We're going to see a whole different tone out of mainstream media, and that is all I have to say about that. Some of the players that I was pleasantly surprised to see <laughs> stand up. Whoever heard of Seth Roberts? <laughs> Seth Roberts had another real nice time. What do you think about what
3: he's done to put himself in the mix? Yeah, he's done he's done a great job with his opportunities. You know, the, real, the number one thing we want to create do is create uh, competition and create opportunities for guys to show what they're capable of. And I, I think he's taken full advantage of that. He's had a real nice camp.
0: I've heard of Seth Roberts. He's been on a team for two years, and he has decided to come out this year. Seth Roberts has 133 yards of preseason. Yes, it's only preseason, but this young man's speed and ability to grab the ball are pretty impressive. I won't say he's going to be a home run like, of course, Amari Cooper, but the possibilities here are pretty strong. He could even take Streeter's place because Streeter has dropped too many balls already this season. I am sick and freaking tired of the drop footballs, and that shit has to stop. We have got to keep the ball if it touches our hands. What happened to that? I mean, <laughs> I've, I, we've heard it a million times in the past. Let's hear it some more. That if you get your hand on a freaking football, you better bring that ball in. And that's got to be a big-time point in this Oakland Raiders team. I like Seth Roberts. I like the way he plays. He plays with anger And that is for sure. Metalik Watson, tragedy. We're going to need him, but I hope he can get better and heal from that injury. Like I said, Streeter is a big question mark because Bryce Butler, again, this season has stepped up to the plate. He's playing very well. Lack of drops are going to keep him in the mix. I like this guy, he's got a lot of grit. And he's got some great route running. I think he's learning. You can see his development. Now, Ray Ray Armstrong. What? He's taking CO's place? I mean, he's shown flashes, but nowhere near as good as CO. He better stand up tall and we ever hear his name a bunch mentioned in games this season. Because, I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't think he can hold CO's jock. But we shall see. D'Amico Autry. Who saw this guy coming? This guy is a monster and valuable on the defensive line. I'm amazed at his play. I like what he's doing. And hey, Super Mario is showing up as well. I have to give Mac all the credit for the other side of the line and other players making plays, but that's the defense. When you get one guy and they have to double him, well, you know how it rolls. The Raider defense is looking mighty nasty and I love it. Ponder's gone. Ponder Ponder came in a flash at 1.5 million and he's out the door with his money. Nice talking to you cuz like every year McGloin in the last preseason game shows why he's been around for so long. 3 years. I like him as a backup. He's solid. He shows possibilities and he can win games if something happens heaven forbid, to young Carr. I like the 2015 Oakland Raiders. I think they're a stellar team. I think we have a few weaknesses, of course. And teams will exploit them like they should, like we will do to them. But that's part of football. But I do love our team. I'm looking forward to this year, and I'm looking forward to our first game. And for the first time in 20 years, we have two, count them, Two games at home in a frickin' row. Amazing. I love it. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> Andy Dalton and the Bungles come to Oaktown for the first game of the season. Opening game for the Oakland Raiders. I can hardly frickin' wait. Cincinnati Bengals coming uh, off of four years of winning seasons. They've had winning seasons for four in a row. And they've come to Oakland the last two and lost. Yet, the Oakland Raiders are underdogs again, as they were the other two times, with the Bengals coming to our house the Bengals have a formidable defense, and Jeremy Hill is no joke. The running back is quick, he's strong, he can carry bodies over goal lines if you let him. Now, A.J. Green is also no joke, and he'll put—they'll put him all over D.J. Hayden all game long. Mark my words, you're going to have a hard time covering this cat because he's probably one of the top three to five wide receivers in the league. Andy Dalton is known to um, be a little gun-shy once he gets hammered. I'm looking for Khalil Mack to sack him at least twice, possibly three times in this particular game. I say, and without a doubt, the Oakland Raiders kicked the shit out of the Cincinnati Bengals on the first game of the season for several reasons. The players are much improved. The coaching staff is much improved. Now, these things are detriments as others portray the Raiders for this opening game. Media is saying because we have a new staff and because we have so many new players, we're not going to gel and it's going to be a haphazard loss for the Oakland Raiders. I say this. I say that's some bullshit. I say that the Oakland Raiders come out at home in front of their home crowd and show what they're all about, really. I think that we've been hiding the things that we're really going to do. I think the Raiders are going to come out with some really spicy offensive plays, some solid defensive performances, and send the Bengals home third year in a row with a big fat L. And to the dismay of all Main Street media, the Raiders won? Yeah, the Raiders are going to win. And I don't say that loosely. You know I'm very critical about the Raiders. You know I'm very critical about about the staff, You know Dennis Allen, all those things that happened in the past. It's over. This regime, this coaching staff, and this team have a lot of strong possibilities, way more than in the past. I don't care about those things that are against us. To me, they're positives. To me, the toughness of the coaching staff has stepped up this entire team and held them accountable for the first time in shit years.
3: It's been a real productive camp and uh, it's been a productive preseason in terms of being able to evaluate, in terms of establishing certain things that we're going to be about as a football team. And um, so, you know, I think it's been a productive time and now we put that to rest and now, now we know, uh, you know, we get ready for Cincinnati coming in. Uh, but before we do that turn our full attention to that we're going to make decisions on the roster and, and getting the uh, you know the 53 man roster set and then the practice squad as well. I
0: see this team playing excellent game first win of the season at home our home opener I am so pumped. I believe our defense, especially our linebacking core will just shut down the Bengals offense and I truly believe, that our offense can really take it to the Bengals' defense. Raiders win 34, Bengals 24. That's how I see it. I'm even going to give you the score, and I don't do that. I am excited about this team. I can't wait to get there. The tailgate's going to be off the freaking chain. The bad boys of barbecue are going to be in the house. I can't wait. It's time to see friends and family. The first game of the season is so freaking special. I can't freaking believe it. I am pumped. You should be too. Get your shit together, Raider Nation. Either if you're not in Oakland, get your stuff together. Bring in your Bengal friends because you're going to show them what it's all about in the black hole. I love it. Look, this is a statement game for this coaching staff and for this team they need they must make a statement at home in Oakland i expect it and i'm going to see it and you're going to see it and that is all i have to say about that
4: Fire to the ball. Fire. 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 Fire.
0: 1 800 620 7181. 1 800 620 7181. The bone line's exploding. It's that time of the year. Let's get to it, shall we? And we have a first time caller, Raider Fan NC, is up in the house. What you got, man?
5: Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Fan NC. Uh, you know me from Twitter. I'm the Twitter warrior. Raider fan, NC. So, this is my first time calling. So, I'd like to give a special shout-out to you and what you do. And uh, the Raider, Randy. You know, I appreciate your show. Listen to y'all all the time. So, let's get into this game right here, man. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. You know, all three phases of the game look pretty tight. And not only that, the first screen, second screen, third screen, Everybody looked short, looked like they was together, looked like they knew what they was doing. We was like a hive out there. And that's good coaching. That's nothing but good coaching. The offense was clicking. It was creative. Uh, The coaching, man, the coaching just had everybody on the same page. And it was nice to see um, just how everything is just falling in place. And this is just the first game. So just imagine uh, the improvements that's going to be made upon this game. <laughs> Let me just tell you that from day one, from the past regime, I was really pissed because these guys, I mean, they took over, Dennis Allen and company, I and mean, they took over, they treated it like a damn job, like it was a paycheck. You get what I'm saying? They didn't really – Oh no! It's like we are gonna change the culture. I learned, you know, how to how this football game from New Orleans and all that bullshit, you know. And Reggie talking about fucking Green Bay and shit like that. Like our leg, like our legacy is trash, you know. I mean, yeah, we had a hard, you know, several years here, but damn, you know. And the thing I like about this coaching staff—they em- embrace the past and they want to build upon—and they homegrown. So I kinda I kinda like the whole vibe in the team, you feel the whole team is like a family. You can feel the vibe, the energy, and everybody don't not want to let their brother down. Just like the fans. That the team is reflecting the passion of us. And I love it. So expectations, man, for this preseason going forward, man, nothing but just sharpening, getting our game plan together, getting it on. Um, because uh, he's sitting there together and all of that. And for this season, man, I know we got a tough schedule, but I put my boys up against any of those guys because I know they're going to fight their heart out, and we're going to shout some people. Um, and for all the haters, when we come to your neck of the woods, when we come around your way, we're going to smash y'all. And I look forward to, you know, catching a couple games, you know, over here on the – you know, the, the East Coast, and I'm going to try to make it out there to uh, the old town and, uh, you know, check out some games out there, man. If I can, you know, I'll be hitting y'all up. You know, I'm on Twitter, Reddick, NC, and and saying all of that, Reddick, Greg, I'm out, partner.
0: Nicely done, my man, very nicely done. I like your takes. I feel the very same way. And and the fact that you say that it's taken on the passion, and personality of the fan base is That's amazing. That's a great statement because I believe the same thing because I think the coaching staff has that in them. And I think they have made that presence uh, known uh, to the team and the team has embraced it. So great take. I like it. I certainly say the same thing. We're going to open some eyes and people aren't going to be happy to see the Raiders come to their town anymore. That's a fact. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is Captain Raider. What's going on, my brother?
6: First to fight for the right and to build the Raiders might. And the Raiders keep rolling along. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is the one and only Captain Raider. Uh, I've been uh, on the move. Um, leaving Arizona, going to uh, D.C., permanent stop. You know, Uncle Sam says move. You got to move. So, looking forward to uh, seeing the great Raider Nation around the uh, Washington, D.C. area. So, just a few points. Um, first of all, we look pretty decent in uh, preseason against the Lambs. Um, I have to say that, once uh, like all the callers have been saying this, uh, this new coaching staff is getting really good play out of our players. And I- I'm incredibly excited, especially... Ken Norton Junior. That man, what a great hire. That guy's gonna have our defense just rolling on all cylinders. Um, second point, I know we've been uh talking about the move. Eventually I know uh, Raider Greg, you know, you've been you've been hitting it pretty hard and uh, there are those out there that seem to think there's a viable economic option to stay in Oakland. I mean, we all just gotta come to grips with the facts. Facts are they're going to Los Angeles now. The one thing I want to ask you, Raider Greg, is that if we do end up going to L.A., which it seems like we will, are we going to play in the NFC? Because if so, man, I'm going to be so bummed. I mean, if it comes between us and the Fizzles, a.k.a. the Chargers, I mean, there are more rivalries between the Broncos, the Raiders, and then the Raiders and the Chiefs or the squaws as I like to affectionately call them, that they can't even possibly break that up. That would make me That would. That – would, I'd be so bummed. But anyhow, uh, again, thank you guys for what you do. We appreciate, uh, you know, you giving us the rate, the fix for all our Raider news. Um, I'm going to try and get out to see a game in Oakland. I know it's the last time I'm playing a Coliseum, so I got to put my money in where my mouth is and, you know, head up there and see the Raiders play in the OCO Coliseum for the last time. Much love to you guys. Rare Nation, this is Captain Raider, out.
0: Well, you bring up some good points, brother. Um, well, when it comes to the stadium and them moving, you know, I've been hitting it hard. I probably shouldn't have hit it so hard, but I just don't want people to miss out on the experience at O.Co. There's nothing like a game in Oakland. So if they don't move this year and they move next year, whatever, you need to get your ass in a seat because it ain't going to happen. And as far as changing divisions, let's just remember where the AFC came from. Where the AFC came from. How did that happen? Did that, have to, did that happen because of Al Davis? you goddamn right it did. And if Mark Davis pisses on his father's grave by changing us to the NFC, man, I don't even know what to tell you. I know that the rest of the nation listening to me right now is saying, hell freaking no and just like you and just like me hell freaking no (laughs) thanks for the props brother and uh no we ain't going to the nfc unless mark uh is sitting at the little boy table at the nfl owners meeting and our next caller is raider tom from the frigid (laughs) well it's not frigid right now but it will be minneapolis minnesota it's beautiful right now actually What's going on, Tom?
7: Raider Greg, this is Raider Tom from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Was at the game the other night where the Vikings were playing the Raiders up here at the TCS Stadium. The stadium got evacuated because of severe thunderstorms and a uh, possible tornado watch. I was at the stadium, uh, fifty-yard line. Had a great time. Um, I was there representing the Raiders. Had my Bo Jackson jersey on and my raider hat on and it was a lot of fun um when we scored first we went down six and 75 yards made it look easy i was jumping up and down screaming yelling and uh, the, the viking fans were telling me sit down sit down i was like really excited yeah we lost but you know what it doesn't really matter because we don't need to show all our cards you know Mari cooper is is just awesome Basically, to the radio stations out here and the Viking radio sports stations are saying that they believe that Amari Cooper is the steal of the draft. He's better than Marcus Mariota, better than Jameis Winston. He is the number one player to come out of the draft that would help an NFL team right now. They're talking about how he put a double move on Terrence Newman and faked him out of his jock strap. And they were saying that Terrence Newman is a veteran and Amari Cooper did that to him. Yeah, I had a great time partying with the people out here. Real nice, real friendly. I've already bought my tickets to come down there for the November 15th for the Raiders uh, playing the Vikings. Looking forward down there to seeing Kingsford Kirk meeting you and the rest of the Raider Nation. Um, I am so amped about this coming season. I mean, I I think we're going to surprise a lot of people out there. People used to talk trash about us because we had, a, you know, lousy records and lousy teams, and but I've never jumped ship. Raider fan for life. And Greg, keep the podcast going up here in Minnesota. We love listening to you. Okay, Greg, I'll talk to you soon. You take
1: care. I'm out. Bye-bye.
0: That was a great description of an away game by a Raider fan. You know, great times, good fans. I'm sure you had a lot of fun with the Viking fans. It's a lot of fun, man. Going to away games is a trip. It's a good time. That's not an away game for him, but the Oakland Raiders came and visited him and Amari Cooper. I told you guys on other shows, when he makes a cut, it's like, it's crazy how his body turns. You'll see it this year. You're going to see some crazy moves this guy's going to put on some guys. (laughs) I can't freaking wait. Yes, thank you for the props, my brother, and watch how ESPN and all the other experts change their tune after three games this season. And next from Ventura, California, the Raider Pirate. What's up, bro?
7: Hey, Raider Greg. This is the Raider Pirate coming from Ventura, California, man. I'm just going to drop the bone right now. You know, I've been listening to a lot of people. I've been listening to a lot of stuff on ESPN. I've been listening to podcasts. I've been listening to everybody come and talk and be, oh, here we go again. This is just like the Raiders from last year. They're going to come out, they're going to have one good game. They're going to come out, they're going to have one bad game. This is not the Raiders from last year. If you actually looked at what the Raiders did last year, yep, they had some up games, they had some down games, but potentially this team could have been 8-8. Eight and eight. I mean, if you look at the Jets game, they should have been 1-0, and right? You look at the Patriots game, they could have won that game. They... they uh, should have beat the chargers both times right so that's like possibly four wins the chiefs they should have won that game the 49ers they did win they beat the chiefs the second time they played and, and they beat the bills so they potentially could have been an eight and an eight franchise last year right but you have to look at the fact that yes they did you know lose then to teams like the Rams by fifty-two to zero, they had these horrendous up and downs, and I don't see that with this football team. What I see is you got crazy weather conditions, you got game delays, you know what I'm saying? You got second, third, fourth, fifth string type of guys in there, and vanilla uh, defenses, you know, and, and offenses that were playing just to see if guys can catch and you know and run precise routes and and do things like that. The second thing, I'm hearing everybody getting down on D.J. Hayden, and that this is unfair. D.J. Hayden's got the talent. He shouldn't be playing 15 yards off the football, man. If you look at what the Seattle Seahawks did, they Ken Norton, this coaching staff, they already know D.J. Hayden doesn't fit what we're trying to do. He should be in the slot. That's where we're going to put them. I think this coaching staff, I think Ken Norton Jr., I think Jack Del Rio, they came in, they said, these guys are going to conform to what we do. and And that's what worries me a little bit, because I think it's going to take us longer to win. You know, when you get a coaching staff that comes in and says, we're going to take advantage of who we've got, we're going to create some different schemes. Those guys tend to win fast, but they can't keep the winning going when you get a coaching staff that comes in that believes that, you know, you've got to conform to them. We don't have the, it takes years. It takes two, three, four years before you really start getting a refined product. So, I mean, I think it's a great coaching staff. Don't get me wrong, but I think they come in and, um, and I think they they're buying into the fact that they're a great coaching staff and, and, and they know, you know, hey, it's our way or the highway, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and you're going to have to play up to it. So again, the safeties in Seattle. If you look at Cam Chancellor, if you look at both of those safeties, those guys aren't aren't uh, helping guys out. They're they're basically running around ball hawking, doing their own thing, taking advantage of what teams are forced to do because of that pass rush. And they ask those big corners to play deep, but then to be able to uh, to make sure that they can shadow guys all around the field. And again, that's just not DJ Hayden's strength. So. That's unfortunate because I think he's a great fit in the nickel. I think they should have put him in the nickel from the very beginning instead of making him look horrible to the Raider fans and having people call him a bust and turn away at this dude's uh, confidence level. But I'm going to say one thing. Again, people are saying, oh, they're up, they're down, they're up, they're down. Look, it's two freaking preseason games, right? What they are doing consistently is they're playing consistently good on the offensive and defensive lines. This offensive line is not allowing anybody to get to the quarterback. They're opening up some running lanes, which we couldn't do. Love Steve Wisniewski, uh, you know, uh, Stefan Wisniewski. Sorry, you know, legacy player. But the bottom line is, he wasn't moving bodies out. These cats are, and they're and they're doing awesome in in pass protection. And then you look at this defensive line. I think obviously, seal more. Um, is just he's not going to get his position back. I mean, I, you know, Del Rio, I think, is making that uh, pretty clear. So, you know what, win, lose, or tie, Raiders till I die. I know this I know this went kind of long, but I'm just going to say this. You know what, from what I see, offensive line, defensive line, that's what makes a team great, and we're being pretty damn consistent against some pretty good offenses and defenses in, in the first two weeks of the preseason, in, in what little – um, you know, we get to see that. So once again, sorry, this probably went over three minutes, but you know what? Um, I, I see, I, I see some good times ahead. I think we are going to be eight and eight this season. I think if these guys were a little bit more, you know, open, I think we could probably be, you know, a playoff type of team, but unfortunately some guys are going to get cut. Some guys are going to lose their confidence. Um, and again, I think if this, if, if these guys were just a little bit more transparent, uh, we, you know, and guys knew what their responsibility was going to be. I think, uh, I think the sky would be the limit. So, uh, so anyways, again, like I said, win, lose or tie, Raiders till I die.
0: Well, I, I don't agree with you on the coaching staff and the time it takes for them to make your scheme. I, I just don't. Not at this staff because the team is so young. It's not a team full of a bunch of old veterans that they have to, you know, check out and move around. They have young, developing players that they can make their their schemes and their plays, part of their existence, literally, putting the stamp of this coaching staff on this young team. I think it can happen way faster than that because of the talent we have. That's the first thing. DJ Hayden, he runs great. He's a classic, classic defensive back that can stay right up with the receiver until the point of attack. When the ball comes, DJ Hayden is still running. He doesn't look for the ball. He doesn't see the keys in the receiver's eyes. He just doesn't take the hint. And that's what's wrong with him. There's a bunch of those guys in the NFL, bro. DJ Hayden's just another one. Until he learns the keys to defensive back, which are the hints that the receiver's going to get the ball, like it's coming, it's on its way. You have to whip your head around, even if you can't see the ball, so that you don't get the flag. And that is not what he's doing. He's done it a few times. I'm not saying it is a complete bust. But for where he was picked, he could be. Because he isn't showing what he's going to have to show it this year. Or he'll be gone next year, bro. I'm telling you right now. Next year, he'll be gone if he doesn't show some vast improvement at the point of attack. And that's all I got to say, bro. And our next caller is Raider Todd from Long Beach. Man, Give it to us, brother. What do we got? Hey, what's up, Greg?
8: This is uh, Raider
7: Todd in Long Beach. And uh, I'm just calling in uh, after watching uh, the first two preseason games and before we play Arizona today, add a few thoughts on the season. Um, First of all, thank you so much for doing your show. I I simply love it. It, uh, It's a great way to see how the nation's feeling about things. Um, First of all, We're playing with the Cardinals tonight. We're playing against Carson Palmer. and I know we all love Derek Carr, but I never understood why the fans had such a problem with Palmer, who was our best quarterback since Gannon, you know, and still has something left in the tank. So I I never understood that. Uh, If you could, you know, clarify that for me. But I I never, you know, I never understood why. I never got the love that was deserved. Uh, Another thing, this season, I make a prediction. I believe we're going to be six and ten this year. I know there's a lot of good feelings about the team. I think our offense is much improved. I think Carr will have a pretty good year. Uh, Cooper is going to be great. Uh, Murray's going to run. I think we're going to have maybe you know a top top twelve offense. You know uh, the the O line looks great. One of the best O lines we've had in years. Um, again, I think a top twelve offense, especially if you can get the running game going. That that's really exciting to me. The defense, our corners I'm sorry, the corners are terrible. I think we're gonna it's gonna be really scary watching these guys get burnt. I had no idea why Reggie didn't go out and get some real at least middle tier talent out there. Uh I just I you know, Carrie and Aiden may turn out to be really good one day. But as far as I've seen it in the, the preseason, I, I think it's kinda scary. Um I think Woodson's good back there, but uh I think Nate Allen, you know, he's I don't know he was a mediocre safety to begin with. You know, I think we should have kept Kaivon Branch. Um, I think with the line, I think I was really scared. I was a Leonard Williams guy, you know. I was really scared because we had no pass rush last year. Uh, This year it'll be slightly better. I I mean, having Max hand in the dirt, you know, uh, first and second down or whatever, I think is going to be a big help. I think that's going to be great. Uh, I think our linebackers look really good. So I'm excited about that, but I just, I don't think, this is, you know, I think this is a number 22 defense. You know, it's a number 25 defense. I don't think we've improved enough over last year to have this team take the lead. I don't think we've added enough talent to do that. You know, it's going to be great watching Mac and you know maybe Woodson in his final year, but I think the defense is still lacking. So it's going to be a fun offense to watch. But I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, seeing us seeing get burned on third and seven, just like last year. I, you know, I don't see enough improvement there, but – I'm looking forward to everything. Uh, again, thank you for doing your show. So I predict they're great, even though I, I, I hope we go to the playoffs this year. I hope it's great. I, from what I see on the defense, I don't think they made enough changes to get past six and ten. All right, have a great one. Go
0: Raiders. Well, let's talk about Palmer. Palmer was never a Raider. That's why he never embraced him. He didn't have – you You could see it in his play, in his demeanor. He wasn't a Raider. He couldn't wait to get out of Oakland. He took the money we paid to get him off the couch. She, we paid everything for this guy. And he it was like he was playing because he kind of had to, not because he wanted to. I didn't like Palmer. I didn't like his style. And a matter of fact, I'm glad we don't have him because he's not going to last this season either. He's injury prone. He's done. He's old. He's had it. He's not the best quarterback we've had since Gannon, or we'd still have him. As far as our corners are concerned, yeah, I have concerns as well. But the defensive line that we have, and let's not forget the linebacking core that we've improved, that's made our defense 10 times better, bro. No, 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 no. I don't think you see the picture here. Our our linebacking core is going to solve a lot of those third and long you know, completions that other teams have been having on us. Our linebackers are so much faster, so much more agile, and our coaching staff is so much better, I just think, that the defense is not the question. It's the offense in my mind. And it's only the running game, really. I think our defensive backs will do much better this year because we'll have more pressure. We had no pressure last year. Think about it. That's why I feel. That's how I'm thinking. I don't know about predictions. I know we're going to be a lot better, bro. Thanks for the call. And our next caller, our very familiar voice, she represents the ladies of the Raider Nation, Callie in the South, what is up, girlfriend? Hey, this
7: is Callie in the South calling from Louisiana, watching the Arizona game. I just want to first put out my props to Raider Greg and Raider Randy, because if I did not have you guys, I would not have any Raiders. Um, it would be totally saints out here. Um, so I'm sitting here watching the game I'm really happy about it, and I just wanted to call in and say I think we're going to do really well and I also want to say ACDC that is our ticket the next Super Bowl ACDC Amari Cooper, Garrett Carr, Callie in the South,
9: out.
0: First, let me thank you for all the props. You know, Randy and I do our very best to to do what we do. And the coolest thing all the Raider Nation should know is Callie in the South plays the Raider Nation podcast for her co-workers. I love it. It's great. It is it's inspiring for me and Randy. Thanks for being a fan of the show and representing the silver and black there in Louisiana, girlfriend. And our next caller, a very familiar voice for sure. Obi-Wan Raider.
7: (sighs) What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here calling in from Magnolia, Texas. Just finished watching the game, uh, Oakland against the uh, Cardinals. First-team defense looks really, really stout. Khalil Mack is a beast. Looks like uh, Mario Edwards getting whipped in shape by Jack Gilbert and Ken Norton Jr. Uh, special teams, you guys have got to get it together. Too many penalties, too many bad angles. Nate Allen, good job. Two interceptions in the game. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of, of Carr, and, you know, I'm quick to defend them, but they lost this game tonight partially for car due to car rather and partially on that defense. I mean, you can't sit back there in a zone like they did, allow them the tight end to find the hole and then you think just popping him in a sandwich is gonna fucking bring him down. The guy's six seven, two hundred and fifty pounds. Wrap him the fuck up. They teach you how to pop water. It's a preseason game, so I'm not that pissed off about losing it. But I want to see much better play on the guys who are allegedly fighting for their fucking jobs and are going to be the backups to our starters. I think uh, getting Justin Tuck back out there is going to do uh, wonders with the way Khalil Mack is playing and then having Edwards in the rotation. Carr has got to do an infinitely fucking better job with ball security. There's no reason why he should have had as many balls as he's had that were sailing on him and being overthrown. He's got to do a better job of keeping a tight um, rotation with the ball in terms of his release and then stepping into the throw. There are far too many that sailed and too many missed opportunities. And as far as um, number 33, uh, I can't remember this kid's fucking name because he hasn't looked an impression on me. Um, Former Alabama running back who was with the Browns and then with the fucking Colts. Fucking get rid of his ass. I'm sorry, I'd rather see... Marcel Reese back there running the ball because Marcel can do it. Don't waste a roster spot on this motherfucker. Obi-Wan Raider. Out.
0: Definitely agree with you on the car situation. He was floating some out there and he had open receivers. It was not their fault. Uh, he's gonna have to tighten that up big time because he did lose this that game. And um and I don't know if he would have thrown an interception if it wasn't in a preseason game. No excuses. You better get it together for sure. Uh, As far as Trent Richardson goes, he is out. (laughs) What a waste of time. Waste of time. Well, we're moving forward, bro, and I think you feel it, too. Thanks for the call. Our next caller is Raider Sid, a.k.a. the Desert Raider. What's up, brother?
7: What up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Sid. The David Raider. Oh, fuck. Well, we lost our uh, starting right tackle for the rest of the season. Knowing that Watson, that's sure the case of Son of a bitch. Fuck. On a bullshit fucking preseason game. That fucking sucks. He looked like he was starting to get his shit together, too. God damn it, I feel bad for him. I took a few things out of this game, and that was the most important one right there, that we lost our right tackle. Fuck. Second, our defensive line looks fucking awesome. They were going after that fucking quarterback. Carson Palmer, was did his ass kicked. Mario Edwards and fucking Khalil Mack were fucking shit. They kicked ass. Go after it, motherfuckers. All you guys on defense. Good job. Third thing. Our fucking running game blew big time. That's why we kicked fucking five field goals. We couldn't get anything fucking going. we got to get that shit straightened out because if we don't have a fucking running game, that means our defense is going to be on the field all game long. I don't give a fuck how good you are. You're going to get fucking tired, and by the fourth quarter, we're going to be fucking done. So offensive line, bigger holes, retainers Murray, better vision, I don't know but you've got to get it going. Okay, so our running game looked like shit. And number three, uh, their car, hack, took a step backwards. Took two steps backwards. He looked at the fucking rookie on that screen pass. And that was just plain stupid. He was overthrowing people. He was tight. Communication between him and the receivers. Maybe, the, maybe someone had it down yet, but we don't have time for that shit. you got two weeks to straighten this shit out. So that's fixable. Everything's fixable except for the rupture of the Achilles tendon. It'll be fixable in a year, and who even knows if he'll be able to play again, so. Poor kid, feel really bad for, uh, for the Englishman. God damn it. He was, he was a badass, too, with that fucking black visor. Looked at the fucking man-ass raider, too. All right, Howard, you better step up and fucking earn your money, motherfucker. All right, Raider Randy, ready Greg, thanks for everything you do. We really appreciate the podcast. This is Raider Sid, the Desert Raider. I am the fuck out of here.
0: Well, thank you, Raider Sid. I have to say, I'm really, I'm really concerned about our running game. I think it starts with the O line. Losing Watson was big, but they need to be able to make a crease, bro. And Murray's got to be able to see it. It's timing, but uh, I'm not seeing much movement. By the O-line going forward. (laughs) I see them coming back. Great pass protection. But uh, perhaps with some completions. They'll loosen things up. You know it just depends. One position makes another position look better. Khalil Mack makes Mario Edwards look better. So those are the kind of things we have to look forward to. And hope that our running game opens up with a great passing game. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller, Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider, is up in the house. What's going on, brother?
7: What's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider, calling in. Uh, Just want to touch up on a couple of things. saw the game against the Cards, and uh, I was very impressed with the first team defense, we flat out friggin' dominated. I couldn't have asked for more. On my only my only complaint was uh, I don't know, Carr just seemed a bit off. Now, I like the guy. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, it just he just seemed to have an off night, and I hope they clean up a lot of that. You know, before the regular season starts. I mean, I know it's just preseason and, and everything, but we were fighting hard, like it you know, and I know it means something to us still, even though everybody says it's preseason, this and that, but um, you know, he I don't know, that just seemed to really bother me. That's the main note that I'm gonna, you know, is that he just seemed off more than usual. And I don't know what it was, but uh, him and Cooper just really wasn't connected and like some of his throws were off. But um, uh, you know, I just wanted to see what you thought about that, just to get your take and um uh, you know that's 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 really all i have to hit on you know as far as the day goes but um uh, you know just keep doing what you're doing and you know this <laughs> this show is therapy for me when i'm down about the team so yeah just keep doing what you're doing keep the faith keep your head up raider nation go raiders
0: well i think we'll have a better team all the way around i think we all see the improvement. So. Let's look forward to the first game. The Bengals are a certain challenge. We have a challenge in our hands. Every game is a challenge, but I think we can we can step up to it. And our next caller, Rayda Grant from the Great Northwest. This guy is hardcore, represent big time up there. And uh well, he's a great fan. What's up, brother? <laughs>
7: Hey, good afternoon, Raider Podcast. This is Raider Man up here in the Great Northwest. I was just calling to say, hey, Derek Carr needs to really have a, an awesome year this year and progress. Uh, sophomore slump will uh, will make this season quite lethargic. A lot of lot of it, uh, the success of the season rests solely on uh, Derek Carr's shoulders. And last night's game goes to show that he still has a long ways to go becoming, before becoming that franchise quarterback. So on that note, let's uh, wish him the best of luck. Let's hope that he steps up and rides it to the occasion. Other than that, if he doesn't uh, expect uh, another long season, Raider Nation, uh, this is Raider Grant, and I'm out like trout on the seafood route. Later.
0: Out like trout on a seafood route. Can't beat that at all. Yeah, Carr, he's gotta have a good year, or we're not gonna. That's very simple, bro. Good call, man. Our next caller is Raider Malik from Tucson. What's going on, man? You usually have some good wisdom. What's happening?
4: Hello, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Malik from Tucson calling after the uh third preseason game facing the Cardinals. I gotta say you know, it, it's kind of speechless. Um, let's start with the negatives. The negatives. Trent Richardson, uh, I don't see it. He looks like he has no real burst of speed even when he gets in the open field. He's not really fooling anybody. I think he's, he's on the cut list to tell the truth. Um, receivers were dropping passes, even Amari Cooper. Balls were thrown to him, hitting them in their hands. Guys are dropping the ball. A couple of times look like they're actually scared to get hit, like they're sort of letting up on getting hit. I uh, understand it's a dangerous game, but it's football. as she signed up for, for us to uh, take the hit. And Carr. Carr didn't look good, man. I mean, he looked like he was struggling. A lot of passes were selling over receivers' heads. Um, he didn't look really solid in the pocket. He looked like he was sort of bouncing around a little bit. Um, that's a little worrisome, but it's the third game. You know, I'll take it. I'm sure Money Man has spoken Raiders all over that right now, so I'm sure he'll call it eventually and say something about that. So I'll just move on from that. Other thing with that, the negatives. Uh, I hear a lot about Musgrave's offensive scheme. Wasn't really seeing a lot. You know, I keep saying the same predictable plays. You know, quick outs, quick little dump passes to try to get the guy to, you know, break a tackle and get out there. That stuff works great in, in college and high school, but in the pros, it's going to go so far. You got to go downfield, man. You got to open it up you got to do some stuff across the middle. you got to really get the ball moving. And, you know, there was one part where they actually were moving the ball down the field. Brought in Richardson gained the ball like three times straight, killed everything. Um, I just want to see more from this offense as far as the unpredictability and explosiveness. But I'm sure that will come. Uh, any other negatives I like can think about? I can't really think of any other negatives. So let's get to the positives. Positives, Khalil Mack. Oh my fucking God. Man, that guy is a monster. He was terrorizing Palmer all night. He was killing guys on the line. I love it. Mario Edwards was showing up. I like that. You know, the secondary wasn't getting torched like they usually had been. Uh, DJ Hayden had some dumb penalties. But, you know, he wasn't giving up touchdowns. So... I guess it's a positive. I mean, he's still not looking that great. He's probably going to be on a cut list. But, you know, he wasn't getting burned all the time. He was making dumb plays, as I said, but, you know, they were still in it. Um, even if they weren't scoring, they were moving the ball down the field, you know, and Janet Kelsey looked like he was in top form. I'll take that. And the, the biggest positive I see of last night uh, definitely, Chris Collinsworth was on our dick. He was loving this team. He saw the difference. He saw the difference in the attitude. He saw the difference on the field. I, you can't ask for more than that, man. A national commentator actually giving us props on TV. I'll take it. You know, I'll, I'll take it. Um, but other than that, I just I just wanted to call in. After that, I realized we did lose the game. Um, McGuinn came in and drove down the field, made a good play, and in the defense third string just looked bad. But that's fine. We'll roll with that. So on to the next one. But I just wanted to make sure I got my call in. And uh, just say, go Raiders. Peace.
0: As usual, great call, bro. I agree with you on all those things. Cars better get it together, though, because I haven't been worried up till this game. This is like, (laughs) this is shaky Jake. We can't have that shit in his sophomore season. I'd rather have him be more conservative. I think Musgraves' plays are just very conservative. I'm hoping that's just a preseason thing. Let's just see how it plays out. I'd like to see some more pop in our offense because our defense, I don't want them out on the field all day. We better develop a run game somewhere. Great call, brother. Thank you. You might ask for it. Well, you got it because here he comes, one of our favorite callers. Money Man has spoken. Radar. What is going on, my brother?
9: the man that spoke, Well, we just witnessed the dress rehearsal game, the all-important third game in which the team pretty much played its daughters on through the third quarter, and we saw some Good things. Oh, my goodness. We saw some great things from the defense. Very impressed with what they put on the field. And, you know, on the other side of the ball, it just wasn't there. We just basically saw a little better than what we saw last year. But the end result was field goals three and outs. You know, same old thing. And basically we are, you know, stuck in neutral, you know, and the driver of the offense, you know, this is a quarterback-driven league or so they say. Maybe we just don't have one to drive us. Well, you know, well, in reverse, if you count the mm, – Touchdown pass, 8-1 yards, but unfortunately it was to <laughs> the Cardinal defensive back, you know, brought us back moments of Matt Shaw, and you know, that was nothing nice to witness, but hey, the defense is, is on. And we cried, we made excuses last year saying we had no defense, we had no receivers. Mark Cooper has proven that he is that guy. Michael Crabtree and Bryce Butler, we got the weapons, we got the we got everything except, you know, the elephant in the room, which we spoke about last year and nobody refused, no no nobody wanted to accept it. So, you know, long we keep denying it then we'll keep on, you know, looking at Three, thirteen, four, and 12 records. But hey, I'm going to get off. Uh, I'm going to try to get this on. And, uh, ready to nation. Ready to grade. I'm out.
0: You know, what I didn't think you were going to call about Carr, but there you are. I was wrong. And uh, other people were right. <laughs> yeah, well, he did have a bad game. That was a bad game. It wasn't even a questionably bad game. It was bad. The worst thing, uh, uh, more than him, is our running game? I, I'm concerned about him, but I'm very concerned about not being able to get the ball past the two yards while you're running the ball. I mean, we were doing two, three, one yard runs, three and outs. That's because you don't have a running game, not because you don't have a passing game. Uh, if they can stop the run, they get concentrate on the pass. I think Carr's the guy. I still think he's the guy. Uh, he's he's learning his second season. But uh, we shall see. But I I put my money on him. I'm going to bet on Carr. I don't think there's anything else we have uh, that's going to be even close to his skill set. I appreciate the call, man. All the love. Raider Nation, brother. And our next caller is the Pennsylvania Raider. What's going on, man?
7: Hey, what's up, Nation? This is Pennsylvania Raider. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Uh, Just watching the uh, Raider-Cardinal game. It's actually the first preseason game that I'm able to watch. I I got about an hour to to take a break from life, watch this game. uh, End of the first quarter. Got to tell you, uh, the defense looks awesome. Defense looks real good. The offense uh, has been very uh, unimpressive. Uh, Let's just say for this first quarter, uh, six points, a few bright spots, but, uh, lots of misreads, uh, lots of incomplete pads. I don't know. It, uh, looks like, uh, they're confused. You know, I know it's a new playbook, new, uh, offense, you know, but, uh, I don't know, man. Hopefully we could, uh, turn it around, get a few wins, maybe make the playoffs, man. Uh, oh, and, uh, also I'm, uh, expecting another in the family. So that's good. So, uh, another Raider fan. So that's good. Her mom's an Eagle fan. Well, it's, I should say, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, is, uh, uh, her mom's an Eagle fan. So gotta put the kibosh on that real fast, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, all I got. Shout out to my boy, Raider Chris. Uh, that's it. I'm out, Nation. Peace.
0: Most definitely put the kibosh on the Eagle fan phenomena for sure. Uh, boy or girl, that's how we roll up here. <laughs> here we are at, at the Raider Greg household. We have three Raider fans. But yeah, man, it, it it's a scary game, I understand, but You know, we don't know anything until the first snap or the first game, and then we will see for sure where we are. Thanks for the call, brother. Always good. Take care. Our next caller from Southern Illinois, the president, Raider Red. What is up, my brother? Raider
9: Nation, this is Raider
7: Red here in Southern Illinois, also the president of the Black Diamond Raiders Booster Club. I've uh, been listening for a couple years now. I've been contributing for pretty close to that as well every month, man. I just want to say, uh, Randy, Randy, Greg, thanks for all you do. I really do, and we all do appreciate it. Uh, just a few quick things. Uh, please no more calls about Leonard Williams. Okay, we did the right thing, and that is Amari Cooper. He is going to be the dude, man. Watch it. Watch it. Tonight's a big game. we got a game. It's a preseason game. Don't tell me preseason. don't matter because tonight. Of all preseason game against the Seacocks, it does. Okay, silver and black all the way, man. It matters. I can't wait to watch this game. You're going to watch Amari Cooper tear shit up. Jerry Carr tear shit up. Khalil Mack tear shit up. Raider Nation for life. I'm out.
0: First, let me thank you for the props and the contributions, brother. Um, You know, the last game of the season is very important. Not necessarily for the first string. Or the second, third strength for sure. And the guys trying to get the team. Trying to make the team. So, we didn't see all we're going to see. But we're going to see all we're going to see when the Bungles come to town, bro. That is going to be the template. I appreciate the call. And representing big time in Illinois, the Raider Nation, Black Diamond rocks, Padna. And next, from Central California, Raider Loon is up in the house. What you got, man?
7: What's up, Raider Nation? Uh, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Um, This is Raider Loon from Central California. Um, I mean, it's preseason. I'm watching the Seahawks game, and uh, I'm realizing that this so-called depth that everyone was kind of talking about after the first preseason game, it really isn't shit. Um, at least compared to the Seahawks, Depp, which is kind of alarming because, I mean, Keith McGill gets torched. Um, our offensive line is non-existent. Our running game, obviously, without an offensive line, is non-existent. Um, Roy Hallou looks pretty freaking slow to be our number two running back. Um, but whatever. Uh, I'm calling because cornerbacks on this team is a real fucking issue when you have guys like well not necessarily playing Manning because his arm isn't what it once was but Phillip Rivers is going to be torching us um, because our cornerbacks are turnstiles they're going to get fucking lit up and if we don't get pressure on the quarterback you know within three seconds um, we're going to get torched and it's going to I mean Are we going to count on that offense to keep up in high scoring games? I mean, week one is against Cincy. I think AJ Green's going to have 200 yards unless DJ Hayden can turn into the pick that that he was supposed to be. And, uh, you know, TJ Carey continues to develop. But I don't know, man. Um, This is a 5 11 team, I think, at best right now. Um, I'm kind of down because I just it feels a little bit like I've seen this before kind of thing. Um, I know the Raiders are getting better, but I just don't think – I think another year. I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they're com- they're going to be competitive yet. I think um, another year, I don't know, maybe 4-12 again, 5-11. Uh, we'll see. Talk me off this way. All right, Raider Nation, Raider Luna.
0: Well, you can't compare the Raiders to the Seahawks in any... They they were in the Super Bowl last year, bro. Yeah, they have a lot of depth. Way better than we have. They should. They made it to the show. And they should have won. So, we're looking at one of the very best teams in the league. You can't compare our secondary to theirs. Matter of fact, you can't compare a whole lot. Um, I think we will be better. I think maybe six wins. I'm not expecting anything more than that. But I am expecting some good, solid performances in the games that we do win. Uh, I want to see some bright spots. I want to see improvement throughout the season so that we can make it next year a much better season. But we got to see it this year. I'm not waiting this year for another 4-12. and That's some bullshit that I'm not going to handle. I appreciate your call, brother. Don't be down. It's part of the program, man. And our next caller, the Raider Disciple, out of Orange County. I like this guy. What's up?
8: Uh, The Raider Disciple out here in Orange County, man. Just check out the Raider game. Raider Greg, Randy, hey, man. Good to see you guys. Good to hear from you guys again. Um, I had a couple good of man. Offensive line, offense period, man. Uh, The Cardinals game tonight, they're kind of stagnant, man. I hope they get their... Uh, head out of their uh, fifth point of contact and get this shit straight before the season starts. Defense against the Cardinals is pretty stout. You know, but like I said, you're going to have to score some points. Defense can only keep you in there for so long, and that's why uh, they've only really got this reference for Carr. Um, you know, I I'm, i don't think so because he seems like a good guy, but I hope he's not taking steps backwards, man. Um, they got to really get this guy going. i going around within the next couple weeks. Um, on tonight's game um, against the uh, Sea Chickens, um, I'm sorry, man. Number ten, dude. That dude needs to have a spot on this team. He really, really does. Keeney also number fifty-one really needs to have a spot on this team. I don't know where they're gonna put these guys, but some people need to be like going, let like, these these guys hustle and they played their ass off. Um, uh, those are two really that stand out of my head. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm gonna reserve my comments to the season. Like I said, this preseason. I watched a lot of preseason football, but it just seemed like these guys were just going through the motion. and we've heard a lot of talks, and a lot of people brought in. And the offseason, it just seems just, you know, like a lot of the same old same. and I'm hoping that's not. I don't want to sound negative, but teams um, right around the corner. I'll uh, go Raiders. You guys will be hearing from me once again, man. This is uh, the disciple waiter out here in Orange County, and uh, we'll all stay in touch. All right? Peace. Good night.
0: Well, it is a concern. And you have a perfect right to be concerned, as we all should be. It is preseason, but Carr's about to get his shit together. And Roberts is the real deal. Um, I think they, they kept him, so he earned his spot. This is his second year on the team. Look, we're, we're going to have to catch the ball. We're going to have to open some lanes. We're going to have to do some things on offense, because if we don't, our stellar defense will get tired, and it'll be over. We'll see what happens man next week the bungles come to town I can't frickin wait opening game I hope I swear if Mark Davis even gets a whiff of this show if we have another parachutist with a little flare sticking out of his ass flying into the Coliseum for our opener I'm gonna fucking flip out this is the Oakland fucking Raiders and Mr. Davis. You better have something fly over the stadium beside a bunch of fucking pigeons. You know what I mean? Let's open this fucking season the right way, Mark. On that note, that is it for the Raider Nation podcast. And I will look forward to seeing all my brothers and sisters at the bad boys of Barbecue Tailgate come Sunday morning. The Raiders are playing. The fans are ready. Let's get this party started. And let's see the Raiders make a step forward for a freaking change. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.